Now it's time for the Disney View podcast. Please move across your car to make room for everyone. Our podcast will begin momentarily. Join Dave as he makes his Grand Circle tour around the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, but understands Disney's place in history and respects the legacy that's been left. Come along and hear Dave's thoughts about Walt Disney World and see it through Dave's eyes. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, mantenganse alejado del David. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. Well, recently, I took my son Andrew and we went up to Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. And I never had a chance to sit down and create a podcast about it and talk about the experience. So I wanted to bring on Andrew and we could talk about our experience going up and enjoying the Food and Wine Fest. So Andrew, you ready to talk about Food and Wine? Yeah, I sure am. All right. So we had a good time. We went up, uh, it was in the middle of the festival sometime. I think it was uh, late October we went up and we had a, had a nice time. We went in and uh, we went by the festival welcome center and checked out what was going on there and we got our package so we could go around and do Remy's Hide and Squeak. Oh, that was awesome. That was a really fun time, going around and checking out all the different things you could get and looking for Remy at every one of the uh, pavilions. Yeah, he was usually pretty easy to find, but there were times when it was not easy at all. It was really difficult. And it was kind of funny, too, because people kept stopping us and going, Hey, have you found him at this place yet? It's like, really? <laughs> well, it was okay. They were nice enough. Yeah, it was, it was a very social experience that way. People would see you holding the card, and they'd stop you, and they'd, uh, they'd ask questions. It was kind of cool. Yeah. It was, and it was kind of neat, too, to walk up to each of the pavilions and get a little stamp um, to show that we had been to that pavilion, in addition to putting the sticker on the card. So the way it worked was you would put a sticker on a card, uh, you would turn in that sticker, that sticker book that you had, the little card you had, and right. they would give you back the pin. Yeah. And I got a really cool pin. They had a few different options. They had Remy with a bunch of different things in the kitchen. For example, tomatoes, olive oil, eggplant. Uh, so you could pick up any, any one you wanted, and it was a, a lot of fun. Uh, it was kind of neat, too, because when we went into the uh, Festival Welcome Center, we're in there, and we're like, so where do you get the hide-and-squeak thing? And this one cast member goes, oh, you go over to this one booth over there, and you, and you purchase it over there. And I went, okay. So we went over there, and we were waiting in line for, like, a really long time. It was just, it seemed like, a, you know, a, a long time. And this one cast member comes over, and she says, I can take you right over here. Are you getting the Remy's hide-and-squeak? I'll take care of you. And um, she wound up just giving it to us because we had waited so long, and we were so nice. It, it, was, was, so, it was so nice of her. I mean, I didn't expect anything like that, but... It, I was really thankful that she did that for us. It was it was really nice. It was a nice little thing. You know, one of those, once in a while, you're, you're there, and someone just goes up above and beyond because they're just being nice. You were nice. They were nice. You waited in line. She could see we were waiting, and we weren't going to purchase anything other than that. Um, so she was really nice about it, and she was just very pleasant. It was, a, it was a neat experience. It's one of those that makes you just get the wow factor. Yeah. It's always nice when someone does something nice for you, and mm-hmm. like that. It was the unexpected it was surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty neat. So uh, you turn in the sticker and you get you stick, turn in the sticker book and you get the the pin. But then also at every uh, station you could um, take around this little uh, uh, it was like a little book that you had a little booklet and you get a stamp at every one of the uh, pavilions you went to, and that was kind of neat too. Yeah, it wasn't really it's Remy. They had multiple things like including the sticker book and Remy. They had different things that you could have done. The stamps were fun. They were sometimes hard to get because you had to wait in line, but. Once you got them, it was a nice little booklet you could put together. Or you could just do what you were doing and just sort of duck into the line and go, Hey, can I get this well, stamped? I mean, sometimes I had to wait in line, but usually it worked out. <laughs> it was funny. And some of them were, were kind of neat. And sometimes people would just look at you like, Stamp? 
because it, they just seemed kind of confused by it. Uh, there was one or two we had trouble finding, as I recall. Yeah. And that was kind of interesting. Because we walked right past them. It was, I think we had some trouble finding Hawaii because it was a small little booth, and we didn't expect it to be there. So we walked right past it, and we had the same problem with, oh, one of the Java carts, Java coffee carts. And we walked past it, and we were, we, we actually went to the same cart at the beginning of the day. And we didn't realize that was where we got the stamp. We walked around for hours afterwards and couldn't find it, and eventually realized we'd stumbled upon it earlier and not even known it. Yeah, that was the one where you, they had the uh, coffee ex- exploration where you could see how coffee beans are grown. And it was right, right outside the Festival Welcome Center, there where the Wonders of Life used to be. And we didn't realize that's what it was, so we're standing there looking at it like, what? Oh, okay. Because, it, to be honest with you, that setup with the, how coffee is grown wasn't that interesting. It was kind of like, you know, they, they just had a couple of coffee beans and they had a couple of descriptions of how it works. And you go, what's the point of that exactly? They didn't really give you the whole experience, but the cranberry one, that, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That the uh, even though the lady was not a cranberry farmer, uh, that's okay. <laughs> she, you know, they had this this big um, like pond. Basically, they had created this little pond with um, plastic sheeting, and they filled it up, and they had floated the can- cranberries in there. And she was just walking through it with waiters, and she was you know collecting up the cranberries and talking to us. And she knew what she was talking about. So whether she was an actual farmer or not didn't really matter. She was still knowledgeable. Yeah, she was. She and it was funny to funny to talk to her, and she was. It wasn't particularly busy, so she was trying to drum up business by just talking to everybody that would walk by. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes that's how you get to know people and well, experience the whole thing. Oh, exactly. And that's that's what I love about these festivals that like Epcot does, Disney does in general, is they're very social in that sense. You know, they, they try to be out in front about everything, you know, and they, they just talk to you about everything. People will just talk to you. You can talk to anybody and just have a conversation with them about it. And whether you know anything about it or not, it's kind of irrelevant because you're just having a conversation. Yeah. It's always fun to meet new people like that because sometimes uh, if you're not in a position like that, sometimes it's kind of tough to talk to people in a position like that. It's always fun because you get to meet new people in a way that you never would have imagined. Yeah, no, it's kind of neat. So she was she was pretty cool. And then she told us, too, we could get free craisins if we just went over to the to the counter to the, to the side there. And so... Uh, we would have, but... Eh, but yeah. why bother? It's just craisins. Yeah. We had plenty of other things that we were going to do during the day, yeah. Yeah. which we wound up doing for the most part. I think we wound up eating like 10 different dishes throughout the day between the two of us. That it? Uh, it feels like more, doesn't it? Maybe it was more than like, 10. Uh, 30? Uh, <laughs> close. I'm going to say 32. Okay. Yeah, we ate a bunch of dishes during the day. It was fun because what we did is um, we went around and we kind of looked at, at every pavilion as we went along. And we had looked in advance and picked out a couple of things that we definitely wanted. Uh, and then as we went along, we were just kind of going and saying, hey, do we want anything here? We would just go up and order something, and usually we'd share it and see how it was, and it was it was fun. And sometimes we were kind of unsure about what to get, but someone would uh, come up to us while we were in line, again, the social aspect of it, and tell us, hey, this thing is really great, and we go ahead and try it. Yeah, there you go. So we'd, we'd wind up talking to people, and they'd give us something to, to try, and it was, it was kind of fun, because you'd just go along and try things. So we tried a lot of different things. Did you have a favorite, something that you liked? Uh, my favorite? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm not really sure that I did, actually. They were all really good. Mm, that, was, that was the problem I had, too. It was kind of, you know, everything I had was good. I think this time, other years, I've had, you know, one or two dishes where I kind of went, eh, sorry, I got that. This year, I didn't have that. I definitely didn't have that. Um, everything was good. And, I, you know, there were some things that maybe I liked a little better. But overall, it was just kind of fun to, to try everything and just, you know, just keep eating our way through the day. <laughs> yeah. And since it was in Upcott, they already have some great food. But this was just great addition to the whole thing. Yeah, it was neat. Because, you know, you get these, uh, the way they set it up, for those of you who are, really aren't in the know... There were 32 booths, I think. That's uh, kind of funny that you said 32 different dishes. Uh, Not a coincidence. 
minutes. Oh, I see how it goes. So they have the 32 booths, and you go along, and uh, they're set up in different places around World Showcase, and a little bit in the future world. Um, as I said, there was the coffee cart, and there was two other ones that were the Chew and the Sustainable Labs that were up there by Interventions. And you go along, and you, you go to any one of those 32, and you just uh, they have everybody has like two or three dishes um, that are like main dishes. They're appetizer-sized portions. And then uh, ev- some people have a dessert as well. And then everybody has wine or beer as well. Oh, yeah, that was my favorite part. Yeah, I figured. You know, that was, that was the best part. And actually, we just stuck to the food. That's, you know, for me, it's a, it's a food festival. That's what I like about it. Yeah, and uh, it would be a food and wine festival, but unfortunately, I can't have wine yet. Not yet. So but I can wine. Yeah, you can definitely wine, that's for sure. But uh, we went along and we went, um, we tried, you know, a number of different dishes. We just, you know, we had kind of picked out everything we wanted and we just kind of went along. And as you go along, you, you look at the board, the menu board, and you go, wow, that looks interesting. I'll try that. So, you know, even like um, walking up to China, it was like, I knew I wanted the bubble tea there, but then I saw oh. the, the roasted duck and I was like, ooh, roasted duck on a, on a bun. That sounds really good. And it was. And it was good. And then over at the uh, South Korea when we had the... Um, the tofu Ooh. vegan barbecue. That was interesting. It had, a, it had a really interesting flavor. The flavor was great. The texture was a little strange, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. I think they, it, was, it was a nice little dish there. Yeah, there were two vegan dishes. There was one um, while we were in... Uh, there was a Greek one, too, and that was the... It was oh. a vegetarian moussaka, I think? Moussaka, yes, it was moussaka. And I thought both... Uh, Actually, I guess they were both vegan dishes. Both vegan dishes, I thought, were very good. Kind of surprising, too. Yeah, we, we tried to, to uh, change up our palate a little bit and just try some different things. You know, go for some vegan dishes and go for some other stuff. It was kind of fun to kind of mix and match a little bit and just pick out some things that we might like. Yeah. And do it a little differently. But don't worry, we didn't just have vegan dishes. We no. had other things, too. We, had, we definitely had other things. And at one point, I remember saying, do you want to try this? No, I'm too full. I can't eat any more right now. <laughs> but... The neat part is it's open from essentially when World Showcase opens at around 11 until park closure at around you know 10 o'clock at night. So you have the entire day to kind of spread out and keep eating as much as you want to. So we kind of paced ourselves throughout the day. We enjoyed some of what Epcot had to offer in between. We were doing the hide and squeak. We were doing some other things. We were kind of walking along and just enjoying ourselves. And then occasionally we'd stop and eat and sometimes we'd circle back around and get something later because we were already full. But then, you know, the day goes on, and we, we tried pretty much everything. It was late, much later in the day. We tried everything, and it was like, well, what do we want to do? Is anybody, are you still hungry? And I wasn't. I was pretty much full at that point. I, I couldn't eat anymore. But, you know, you're a teenager, so you eat a little more than I do. I do, and I'm not sure if I've ever gotten... Wait, what's full again? <laughs> <laughs> what's that word? I know. But you, uh, you did okay for yourself. I think I did. I mean, I, I'd love to go back and get more right now, but... Maybe not. That'd be good, except they ended about a month ago, so oh. yeah, a little hard to go. <gasps> time machine. Yeah, there we go. We'll go back, go back in the time machine, and we'll go back and get some more. So instead, what we did is, uh, at the end of the day, you were still hungry, so we went and got something else to eat. So we went to the Tangerine Cafe, Ooh. one of my personal favorites. It's like my, I think it's my favorite restaurant in Epcot. Oh, I know. It's mine. Uh, and um, Tangerine Cafe is in the uh, uh, Morocco Pavilion, uh, and it's the, uh, it's the counter service. And you go in, and they have like an assortment of different um, foods that you can find there. And so they have the, the couscous and tabbouleh, and um, then some lamb and some chicken, and it's the shawarma style, so it's got Ooh, this flavoring shawarma. on it. And it's really good. So you got the, uh, the platter with a little bit of everything. <laughs> Mostly everything. I didn't have, I didn't have their uh, counter there, but... If That's I, true. Yeah. That, that was just too much metal for me, I think. <laughs> but you did eat a little bit of everything else. Yeah, that's true. It was kind of funny because you, you, you were a good eater that day, so you ate all that. And I think I might have... Did I have a wrap or something at the end of the day? I can't remember. Or did I just have some couscous? I, I think I was, you just had some 
couscous, and I think you had maybe some falafels too. Oh, maybe that's what I had, some falafel, that's right. I was trying to remember what I had. I was, it reached that point where I was kind of full, and I'm like, I don't know if I could eat this, but it was good, and it was, it was always tasty. It's one of my, like I said, one of my favorite places to go. But uh, it was neat, because you see all kinds of different people there. You hear about all kinds of people. You see people, it, it, we saw a lot of people walking around. They were like large groups going around together and enjoying the experience of dining and drinking and having some fun. Uh, there were several groups that had like um, themed shirts, mostly drinking shirts, which was kind of funny. You know, people walking around yeah. with you know some kind of funny saying about that. You know, they're drinking around the world, some variation on that. And uh, some of them were wearing like Viking helmets, and some of them were wearing other things. It was it was funny, and they just go to every place, and it was about the beer or the wine or something. Then again, you usually see that in Germany, but well, in the Germany in Disney at least. Yeah, yeah. But this was everywhere. This was, and it was crazy sometimes, you know, and as the day wears on and people are drinking a little more, it gets a little bit, I'll use the word crazier, it's not over the top crazy and it's not dangerous, but it's, you know, it's just crazier. Uh, people have oh, a little yeah. more fun, I'd say. Especially near nighttime. Uh, now, no one seemed dangerous, but it was, as you said, uh, fun. Yeah, you know, people, you know, people having their fun and just enjoying themselves after a day of drinking and, they, you know, hopefully they stumbled back to their hotel room rather than driving there, but, you know, but it was pretty cool to, to kind of see people going around and doing that and, uh, you know, that was on the one end where you had all the, you know, the people just going around and it was large groups going around and drinking and whatever. But you also had families. Um, there were plenty of families wandering around, too, and having the foods. Yeah. Actually, I even saw one of my friends from school there. <laughs> it's really funny. That was, that was an, a funny moment. It really was, yeah. It just kind of, you know, sort of random. And that's, I, I find that that happens more often than not when I go to Disney and now my kids are starting to see it, too, that they run into people they know. It's happened to me so many times I can't even count it. And it's happened to our family many times. It's just funny when it happens to, you know, when you notice it for the first time. Yeah, because I'm not sure I've ever really noticed anybody else like that before, but I was pleasantly surprised to see somebody I knew. It was funny. It's like, hey, that's my friend! And you went over and talked to him for a while. Was, I did, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's always neat when you see that. But it was a, you know, good experience. And um, certainly one of the things about getting the dishes is, you know, you go, to a, you go to one of the kiosks and you order your food. And it's very simple. You just walk up, you walk to the front of the kiosk, you order what you want, they take your money, you go to the next kiosk and they hand it to you. And then the question is, where do you go to eat it? So within World Showcase, they have a whole bunch of like tables just set up in different places. Most of them are in the shady spots, so you're good there. Um, a lot of them are you know, like standing countertop tables. So you just look for one that looks like it has some space available, and you just start chatting with the person who's already there or the people that are already there, and you take a little space, and you start talking to them a little bit, and then maybe they move on, and somebody else comes up, hey, can I share this space? And then you become sort of this community thing again. It's about talking to people. We wound up talking to a bunch of people, just having some fun. Just, hey, how you doing? Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you're just enjoying it. And they're also nice. And they would ask us, oh, how's this? And we'd do the same thing. Oh, how's this? And we would get some information on what people thought about certain foods. And then we'd go and try them ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes you'd, give a, you'd get a good tip on something. you go, ooh, that sounds good. I'll have that. And uh, you'd, you'd do something else that maybe you hadn't tried before. You hadn't thought about trying. And sometimes, you know, it was about seeing people... You know, you'd stand there for a minute and you'd think, maybe I want that. And you watch somebody else get it and you see what it looks like when it comes out and see if it looks appetizing or interesting to you. Because maybe it sounds just interesting, but you're not sure if you really want it. But when you see it, you go, ooh, I'd like to get that. I'm not sure I saw a single thing that didn't actually look good. Yeah, I think that was the other problem. <laughs> <laughs> everything looked good as it was coming off the, uh, coming off the rack and there. just but everything tasted good too, so. Yeah, I had no issues with anything. And a couple of times it was like, I don't know if I could eat that right now. I'm kind of full, and we'd come back and get it later, and it would be good. <laughs> it was it was kind of neat, you know, just to be able to to experience all those different things. And of course, the great part is you're in Epcot anyway, 
So while you're in Epcot, you can explore Epcot, and you can just enjoy yourself. Oh, yeah, we did the uh, the Perry thing for Phineas and Ferb. The, we were uh, the agent something, and of course, my father had to have some fun with the people at the stand. I, I would never do that. I don't know what you're talking about. So I was wearing a hat, and I was wearing a Perry the Platypus shirt. And um, so I'm standing there, and of course I had to have a little fun about the fact that they go, oh, you have a platypus on your shirt. I, I go, yeah, it's just a platypus. He doesn't do much. And then I take the hat off and put the hat on top of Perry and go, Perry the platypus? And we go back and forth, and I had the people rolling. I mean, literally rolling. The lady was laughing so hard, that cast member. She was, <laughs> she was going to fall over laughing. And he only embarrassed me a little bit. Oh, good. I was, hoping it was, I was actually hoping it was a lot, but I'm glad to hear it was some. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You couldn't embarrass me more. You tried. I tried. I did try. But the uh, Agent P thing is always a blast. That's, um, that's one of those fun things that you can do. And you don't even have to be Agent P. You can be Agent... You're right. You can just join the organization without a cool acronym, AWAKA, <laughs> and uh, be, a, be an unpaid intern to, uh, to help them solve uh, Perry the Platypus type problems. You can be Agent A, Agent B, uh, Agent C, and all the way to Agent Z. Yeah. You can, you're just going off and you're trying to fight uh, Doofenshmirtz. And uh, it's pretty good. It's, it's a really entertaining game. If you've never played it, it's well worth the effort. No extra cost. You just go up and say, I'd like to play. And they give you the, uh, the little uh, phone, and you go off and you, you do different things. And you can go to all the different countries. And I think every country has a few different versions that you can play, too. Yeah. That's what makes it so much fun, because it, even though you've done it before, it can be different the next time. Mm-hmm. And things light up in there, and things are unusual, and it's kind of fun. It's, it's a neat experience. And all of a sudden, you'll look up, and you're like, whoa. What's that? And because it actually interacts with you, and other people will look up too. Again, it's the interactive part because other people who aren't even playing with you will be like, "Wow, that's cool!" And they can go and decide to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you'll always see kids walking around. Usually, kids. Sometimes it's adults walking around with the phones, and uh, they'll be doing doing the game. And you can always see them because they've got the. Uh, you can see the Phineas and Ferb show on their on the phone, and they're talking and doing and whatever. Hear it sometimes. Too. And hear it sometimes. <laughs> hear the music in the background it's kind of fun it's you know it's entertaining and it makes the whole the whole thing the whole experience of epcot that much more interesting and one of the cool things is epcot has this richness of um it's it's being because of the way all the countries are set up and the things each country does and kind of has and represents the way its country is even though it's morphed over the years and become more commercial and less about the country you still get that flavor of the country and by doing the agent p experience you get a little, they take you in and they show you some things and they talk about them. Even though you don't realize you might be learning something, you're kind of learning something because they talk about things. You made me learn. I know, I'm such an awful dad. Yeah. How, ter- how terrible. Embarrassed, made me learn. I really didn't like this trip, I guess. Check, check. Okay, I win those two. But it was good, you know, because you learn a little something along the way about the history. It's, you know, it's not detailed, but you do learn a little something, and you maybe learn a little bit more about the history of, um, of what's going on, because you wind up reading signs, and you wind up, they wind up taking you into some of the exhibits, and you see some things, and it's kind of neat. And Very while we were, actually, while we were doing the Perry Challenge at one point, we went uh, into one store, and we found out there was a pin board there, and I like to trade for pins, and I found some really cool ones there. Yes, you did, so that made it even better. So we had, you know, we had our pins, we were ready to trade, we were talking to people, we were just having a good time. <laughs> I mean, it really is, you know, it's about, it's about the whole experience. It's, you know, it's not just about going in and eating the food. It's about ha- taking that experience on and really enjoying ourselves for the day and just being able to, uh, to see some different things. Yeah, I saw some really cool things, and I learned some things, I guess, too. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. Darn it! Yeah, that's one thing that makes Epcot fun, though. It is. You know, and Epcot is kind of an interesting place. It's, you know, because you could look at it as, 
you know, it could be the stale entity where it's like, okay, yeah, great, I've seen all these countries before, but you can do so much more there and kind of uh, get yourself into the experience a little bit and learn some things. It's uh, it's kind of neat. And, that, and that's why I do, I have a couple of podcasts I've done about, um, specifically about the Epcot pavilions. And I've got more coming. I've done two of the 11 pavilions so far, and Just I'll do two. the others. Yeah, I, you know, it takes a while to get all the information together and be able to, uh, to, to, to give it in a good format. So it's coming. So those of you that are listening, there's more coming. Don't worry. Because you learn a little bit more about the history of Pavilion, Pavilion and what's there and what well, it does. Let me do Morocco. Be sure to invite me because I'll taste the food for you. Oh, that sounds like a pretty good plan. You know, that's, that's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're welcome. I know I'm doing a huge favor here. Yeah, I know. I really appreciate the research, you know, the help in researching when it comes to food. I'm a really hard worker. Yeah, I know. And you're, you're always willing to research food for me anytime mm-hmm. I ask. I know as, that. As long as I can taste it. Research online, no. But no, no, research but research the food. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If you get to taste the food, it's all good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's good. You know, you get these different experiences. And um, for those of you who aren't familiar with my podcast and the, and the history of it, I did a five-part series about one time in the 1990s when I tried to eat at every restaurant on Disney property. Oh, boy. I made an effort, and I made it to well over 80% of them at the time. There's a few that I missed, a few that I didn't get to. I've gotten to most of them since, but there are so many new exploding and all new ones and things change that it's an impossible thing to keep up with anymore. But at that point in time, it was an interesting, interesting challenge. So, you know, you get these, uh, you get to try different things and see them and, you know, it's, it's, they're all interesting experiences. So just kind of back to that point. Well, maybe next time we should not only go to every single restaurant, but we should eat every single dish at every restaurant. Oh, what a great idea. That would only cost us like a bazillion dollars and take like a hundred years. No problem. Well, I mean, the hundred years part doesn't matter. <laughs> the bazillion dollars might matter a little bit. <laughs> anyway, so that was a it was a fun experience. Did you did you enjoy going? Oh, I didn't just enjoy it. I loved it. It awesome. was great. Awesome. By the way, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. I, I was glad to have you along. It was fun to fun to go. Last year, I the last year I went by myself, and it was it was a good experience, but it wasn't a great experience. I just wanted to be able to go and you know have some fun and meet up with a few people and try some things, and it was good. But it wasn't the same experience. It was much more fun with you, so thank you for coming. So you're going to take me next year, too? Uh, we'll talk to your mom about that later. That's always the fun of it, is trying to figure out who can go. Hey, I've told you, I've got three kids, and you know who goes and who doesn't and who gets to stay home. Uh, you know, Never an easy uh, assignment for me, uh, because they're always keeping count of each other and how many times they get to go. Trust me on this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I've only had to go, I've only gotten to go three, and never else gotten to go five. So right. the next two years, me. Uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say about the the festival? Anything else you remember? Um. Well, I remember other things. It was a lot of fun. I have to say that it was uh, even better than the first time. Because the first time I went, I didn't get to go for all that long. I didn't get to spend the whole day there. But it wasn't just about the festival. I'm glad I got to spend time with you. And well, the festival itself. Um, it took us a while, and I'm sure if we had wanted to spend more time with the festival, it would have taken us forever. But it wasn't just the festival, it was Disney as it is, and it wasn't just about the countries, we got to see everything inside, that's usually there too, and that's great as it is. Like, we went inside of Mitsukoshi in, in Japan, and that's there a lot of the, that's always there, but it's always great to go into. Mm-hmm. That's a fun store to go into. It's, it's always amazing how many things you can see in there. Um, you know, I, I took a little video that I, that I put out there, and it's, it's fun, because it just takes you like two minutes to go through the whole store. But I walked through at a fairly quick pace. I was watching it again the other day. I went, wow, that's a quick pace. You know, you could soak it in and be there for an hour easily, you know, just walking through yeah. without ever really exploring anything. Um, it's amazing. So it's, it's, um, it's worth doing. And you take the time to explore a little bit, and it makes it that much more interesting. And you talk to cast members about what it's like. 
Yeah, at one point I wanted to go get a stamp for uh, my booklet, and uh, I went up to the cast member and he said to me, oh, sorry, I can't give this to you unless you answer this question. Who's your favorite Disney princess? And I thought for a second, and I, I couldn't believe I was being asked that question because it was just so out of the ordinary, but of course I had an answer. That would be Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Yeah, I used to watch that a lot when I was younger, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was a good movie to watch. So there you go, folks. Um, I hope you uh, hope you get a chance to experience the Food and Wine Festival at some point. It's a really one of those experiences that's really pretty neat. It goes on for about 50 days during the fall from about September until November. And it's a really good experience. It's one of those things that's, uh, that's kind of neat, fun, different, um, has some interesting things. There's characteristics to it. They do some live shows and demonstrations and... There's other things going on. We walked by a couple of the demonstrations, but we didn't take in any of those. Most of them have an additional cost, and we chose not to do them. But Yeah, there was wine tasting. They uh, they had uh, the show The Chew that was filmed there yep. about a week before we went. Yeah, yeah. so we, we got to see. Uh, they were re-showing it there in the Festival Pavilion. It was kind of yeah. neat. You know, they just talked about it. And what do you think of having the pavilion uh, turn into what it has uh, become for the Food and Wine Festival. Wow, I, that one, yeah, I think I told you when we were there. That was just strange to see, because I have not been in the in the uh, Wonders of Life Pavilion since it was the Wonders of Life Pavilion. I haven't been in, I didn't go into the Festival, Festival Welcome Center any other year, so it was interesting to walk in there and see it like it is today. I mean, it's, you know, it's fine, but it's like, wow, what happened to it the way it was? It was so cool the way it was. And yeah, that's a whole other story, another podcast oh, for another time. But, for me, it was the same as it's ever been. Because it looked just the same. Wow, I've Anyway, so there you go. That's the, uh, that's the Epcot Food and Wine Fest in a nutshell, kind of what we did, our experience, and uh, having some fun there. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. And we'll, uh, we'll, I'll have you on again soon when we talk about food again. Ooh, or Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars, food, and Disney in general. Okay, we could do that. All right, and remember, if we can dream it, we can do it. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View Podcast. We hope you had a pleasant stay and arrive home safely. Please remain seated until your ride vehicle stops completely. Then, gather your personal belongings and step out onto the moving platform. And yes, I know it went by so quickly, but don't worry. One of the nice things about traveling on this podcast is that the journey is just beginning. Show notes are available on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. While there, please check out some of our affiliates. You'll also find links to Dave's iPhone and iPad apps. There's an app for pin trading, one for finding hidden Mickeys, and an app for finding and tracking pressed pennies around the Walt Disney World Resort. And you never know just what Dave is working on next. If you have questions, feel free to drop Dave an email at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Original music you're hearing in this podcast is Oslo Doom by Gilberto Gil. Of course, this is a fan podcast and in no way affiliated with the Walt Disney Company.